Greetings, EOB Society, and welcome back to another installment of Evolution Revisited. I am Jason Sircone, and today I am reflecting on episode 18 of Evolution of Brand, where I was joined by none other than Eric Seropian to have a very detailed conversation about the importance of search engine optimization. If you haven't had an opportunity to check out Eric and I's conversation about SEO, you need to hit stop on this podcast episode and jump back and listen to episode 18. Eric brought some tremendous knowledge and some tremendous value to the show. And I'll tell you, you you can say what you want about social media. And yes, it absolutely has its place and it has its importance. And there's so much that can be accomplished with it. But you can't ignore search engine optimization. We're still using Google a lot. And not having that presence can cost you a ton when it comes to visibility. Eric and I got into all that and so much more on episode 18. So again, if you haven't listened to that episode before diving into today's revisited episode, you're doing it backwards, EOB Society. Jump back, listen to episode 18, and then come and rejoin me here. Because today I'm going to share some of my big takeaways from that conversation with Eric. I've also got some news and information about the brand new podcast guest optimization guide that I just dropped this week. And I'm going to give you a sneak preview of episode 20. So we got a good episode ahead of us today. I'm looking forward to wrapping with you as I always do on Fridays here on Evolution Revisited. Again, let's talk about episode 18. Eric Seropian is the founder of This Is My South Bay, which is located in California. Eric broke into the entrepreneurial world as a jeweler working in the family business and decided that he wanted to go a different direction. And he started his company and he started practicing search engine optimization and search engine marketing. And he was able to take all of those practices and teach them to other businesses. His company focuses on that hyper-local optimization, making sure that businesses can be found by others within the region. And one of the big points that Eric brings up in our conversation on episode 18 is something that's very true, and it's something that we probably take for granted, is how far search engines have come over the years. It's an incredible service now, and it just wasn't that in its embryonic state. And I think we can say that about a lot of things. As any service that we use on a daily basis has continued to evolve, it's served us better. And Eric brought up the point that back in the day, if you would do a Google search for, let's say, a barbershop in your town, a result could return for a barbershop that was three states away. What good is that going to serve you? Are you really going to drive three states away to get your hair cut? Well, I know some people probably would, I guess, but that's not the point. If you're looking for something in your local area and the results that come back to you when you do a Google search aren't in your local area, that's not going to make you very happy, and you're not going to want to rely on that service. So Google, at a very early stage, recognized this, and they continued to focus on the user experience. And I think, in my opinion, when I look at sites that have made it big, now you can have your own opinions about these sites, and I know I have mine, but sites like Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Google, their big focus was user experience. What can we do to make this the most engrossing 
and useful and valuable user experience. It keeps people on those networks, which again, could be good, could be bad. Obviously, we have to pay very close attention to our time spent on these networks. But that was their focus, was if we provide a good user experience, it's going to keep people on our platform coming back for more, constantly turning to us for news, for information, for entertainment, for connection. So let's take a page out of that book and apply it to our own practices. And when you're building your website and building your brand and building your presence, that should be a major part of the mindset. What can I do to keep people engrossed with me and my brand for as long as possible? Giving them time to get to know who I am, what I do, and how I can serve them. The best way to do that is by building your presence in a place where you can be found. And as Eric taught us, Google is the place to be. And building that user experience is tremendous. So that was one of the big takeaways for me from my conversation with Eric was the fact that if you focus on user experience, you're going to make Google happy because people are going to find your website through search queries. And the more they get what they're looking for from your website, from your resources, the more Google will trust you, the more they will bump your authority up and up and up and get you to a point where you take over that organic placement on those search pages. And when you get there, as Kramer on Seinfeld said, you got it made in the shade. Another thing I want to talk about, because this is incredibly important and it was a big part of Eric and I's conversation, was the black hat strategies. We have to get past the vanity metrics EOB society. I know it's great to say, oh yeah, we've got 35,000 followers. We've got... 50,000 reviews on Google. There's so many reasons why we believe that we can hang our hat on this big number, but to not get those numbers naturally is not going to serve you at all. It means nothing. To inflate the number through a purchase on a website that gives you 1,000 followers for 20 bucks or 500 reviews for 100 bucks isn't going to get the job done. And as I mentioned, one of the big points... With these networks, they were built by very, very smart people. You're not going to get away with that. They are incredibly wise and hip to what's going on with these services that provide nothing more than inflated vanity metrics. Putting your focus there isn't going to get you a win. So as you're building your brand, whether it's brand new, whether it's established, whether you're looking to make improvements, no matter what, point on the timeline you find yourself at at this very moment purchasing traffic purchasing reviews purchasing followers will get you nowhere invest your money somewhere else instead put focus on your content put focus on providing value and put focus on building a community when you build something that's valuable people will find it it's going to happen eventually as we discussed, Eric and I said it a few times throughout our conversation. SEO is not a short-term game. In my opinion, anything that you're doing with building your brand should not be treated in a short-term fashion. Think of the long-term. Think of what you're building and stay passionate. That will keep you engrossed in the day-to-day -day operations that will get you to that finish line. But you can't get there if you're expecting to get quick results and then when they don't come, 
you shift your attention to something else that promises quick results. I get it. We're an on-demand society. We want things now. But when it comes to the success of your brand, you can't get it overnight. That's been talked about a lot on Evolution of Brand, and I can confidently say it's going to be talked about a lot more because the importance of nurturing your audience, nurturing your brand, providing value each and every day, that's what's going to help you grow. So keep that front of mind and don't put your attention on those black hat SEO strategies that are going to screw you in the end. The last takeaway I want to talk about was one of the very important points of SEO, and this is going to bleed into what I want to talk about next. Eric shared a very good approach if you're starting fresh, if you're launching a new brand and you have no digital presence and you want to get some traction with search engine optimization right out of the gates. He supplied a plan that will help you get there. So if you take nothing else from our conversation, make sure you listen to that part. I actually have that time stamped in the show notes. You can find that at jasoncircone.com slash Eric Seropian if you just want to learn that part. But again, highly encourage you to listen to the whole episode to see how it leads in to that great strategy that Eric provided. But one of the big things that we talked about was positioning your website as an authority and having it treated as a resource that people can turn to because they're finding what they're looking for. And one of the big ways to do that is to get links from other credible, reputable, highly authoritative websites pointing back at yours. So that involves some legwork. And obviously you need to do a lot in regards to connecting with other brands and other businesses to make that work. And Eric shares how. But one of the strategies I added was a podcast guest marketing campaign. And the reason that I bring that up and the reason why I feel it's so valuable is because there's so many elements that you can win with when it comes to podcast guest marketing. And I'm going to talk about this here in a few moments. But in regards to SEO, podcast guest marketing is enormous. Every time you go on a podcast and you provide a call to action that has a link back to your website, that link will then be shared by the podcast, and I would say 99.9% of the time, that link is going to be shared in the show notes. It's going to be shared on their website. It's going to be put in the show notes on the host services like Podbean and Buzzsprout and Sounder, you name it, all of the different sites out there that have a good authority ranking too. Your link is going to appear there, and every interview you do, you're generating a new opportunity for a link to point back at your website. So if you want to come out of the gate strong, which you should, or if you're looking for a sound strategy now, even if you have an established website, but you want to get more traffic to it, podcast guest marketing is a great way to make that happen. So before I segue into my podcast guest optimization guide, because I want to tell you all about that today, EOB Society, I will say one more time, if you haven't already listened to Eric's conversation with me on Evolution of Brand episode 18, jump back and listen to that today. Also, check out the show notes. Again, that's at jasoncircone.com slash Eric Seropian. Eric has offered to do a free website SEO analysis for anybody that submits their website and their email. So take advantage of that. The link to that page is in the show notes. Take Eric up on his offer because having an expert take a look at your website and let you know what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong can never be a bad thing. So again, a big thank you to Eric Seropian for coming on Evolution of Brand and dropping some serious knowledge on all of us. 
So as I said a moment ago, podcast guest marketing is one of the best strategies going today in regards to building your personal brand, amplifying your message, as we talked about a moment ago, getting links pointing back to your website, bringing more people into your circle, impacting a new audience. I could go on and on and on, and I know that I have, because podcast guest marketing is very near and dear to me, and what I've discovered is there are a lot of ways to find your way onto a show as a guest. You can go the DIY route. There are a lot of great agencies out there that get people booked on podcasts. This is one of the things that I focus on. I look at getting people booked on the right podcasts for their mission, for their message, to make sure that the returns they get are as maximized as possible. Because that's really what it's all about. And what I wanted to put more emphasis on was what I've coined as podcast guest optimization. If you're going to embark on a podcast guest marketing campaign for whatever reason, maybe you've launched a new brand, maybe you just published a book, maybe you started a new podcast and you want to go on podcasts that are similar to yours to impact that audience and get some of those listeners to come over to your show. That's a great strategy as well for all podcasters out there. But no matter what your reasoning is, podcast guest marketing can be a great tool to serve you, but you have to approach it the right way. You need to be optimized. You need to have a sound understanding of what the podcast platform can give you, how it works, what hosts are looking for, how to actually present yourself, how to find podcasts that are relevant to your space, so the audience will resonate with your message and you can provide the biggest impact. You need to know how to present yourself to these podcast hosts and producers, because I will tell you the spray and pray, Hey man, I'm really good at podcasting. Put me on your show approach. Doesn't work as a podcaster. I can tell you we're getting requests for guests all the time. Some of these presentations, and I mean the, the common word is pitch. I am in the school of calling it a presentation. I feel it is more professional. I have I actually took that from one of my past guests, Mr. Tom Schwab of Interview Valet. But it sounds better to present yourself to a podcaster, to a host, to give them a good opportunity to see what you're all about and why you can come on their show and create stir, create impact to provide value. That's what it's all about. Because if you go on a podcast, let me give you two scenarios. If you go on a podcast and you sell, 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 and you do nothing to provide value, you just become a salesperson. Everybody's going to hate you. <laughs> They're going to look and, and that's going to just bleed onto everyone. The audience is going to be pissed because they think they just listened to an infomercial. The hosts are going to be pissed that they brought you on the show and wasted everyone's time, including theirs. I mean, even if, and that's if it gets to the point where they publish it, because they might say, eh, I'm, not, I'm not subjecting my audience to this. I don't want any part of this. And at the end of the day, that does nothing for you because you spent, your, you spent all the time selling. You didn't spend any time providing value and giving people a reason to check you out. The other side of it is if you go on a podcast, you provide value. You have an absolutely killer conversation. You and the host click, you knock it out of the park, you make a serious impact on that audience. You provided them with all the value they were looking for, they were entertained, they were educated. Now, they love that podcast a little bit more. The hosts are going to love you 
to the point where they're going to love you so much for helping them create great content. They'll put you over and they'll sell you. So you don't even have to sell. You just have to be a value driven, lethal weapon when it comes to grabbing that microphone. And that's what I've created with the guest accelerator program that you hear me talk about at the end of each evolution of brand episode. And that's what I've created with my brand new podcast guest optimization guide called 10 tips for becoming a valuable, fully optimized podcast guest. I just dropped this guide for free on my website. This guide is my gift to you. It provides a top to bottom approach to ensuring you're fully optimized. You know how to present yourself. You're looking at the right podcast to be a guest on. You have a solid call to action. You know what you're going to achieve. You know how to up your communication skills. It's really the first step in fully understanding what podcast guest marketing can do for you and your brand. Go check out that guide today. It's a quick read. I tried to make it as easy to consume and as entertaining and educational as possible. Pick it up at jasoncircone.com slash PGO guide. PGO stands for Podcast Guest Optimization. So jasoncircone.com slash PGO guide. There will be a link in the show notes for you to click on that will take you right to that page so you can learn more about 10 tips for becoming a valuable, fully optimized podcast guest. This is the first step in setting yourself up to succeed with podcast guest marketing. All right, so we are moving on. It is almost the end of 2021, but I've still got two more great episodes for you in this calendar year. And next week, I am bringing you my conversation with none other than Jeremy Slate, the founder of Command Your Brand. I love my conversation with Jeremy because his company is very in tune and, and very dead set on helping their clients find the right podcast to be on. And to me, as I've said a couple times already throughout today's installment of Evolution Revisited, that's what it's all about. Being a guest on the right podcasts, ones that align with your mission and your message. And as you're going to hear in this clip from episode 20 from my conversation with Jeremy, it's not about the vanity metrics. It's not about going on the biggest show possible. So you know what? Here, I'm, I'm going to step aside. I'm going to let you take a listen. This is a brief clip from my conversation with Jeremy Slate on episode 20 of Evolution of Brand. What important aspects of a podcast do you look at when you're determining whether it's the right show for your clients to be a guest on? Well, I think the big thing first is you have to handle people on like vanity metrics, right? Mm -hmm. Because everybody's like, oh, how many downloads do they have? And where were they ranked? And, you know, is Joe Rogan on this show? So like you have to like handle people on that because everybody like there's like five podcasts everybody wants to be on. You have to help most people understand that for 99% of people, those aren't those number one, you're not going to get on those shows. Number two, they're not going to help your brand. So we really have to, to work on niching down. And that's the biggest thing that we've had to work with clients and realizing, you know, being in front of your public is the most important thing. So that's why we're particular on shows that we're looking for for clients, because at the same time, like as a host, you know, if we sent you the wrong person, like you're not gonna be very happy either. So we've really worked on like that audience fit and you get a better, better experience on both sides, whether it's hosts or whether it's guests and it's better for clients brands when they're building their business. So the most, the primary thing we're looking at is for audience fit and for match, because that 
is really what makes it all work. Yeah, I listen, I listen to Joe Rogan too, but I, I couldn't hold my weight for three hours talking to him. So that's why like you really have to handle that with people and help them understand like, is this for vanity or for impact? And you have to help them realize like what impact looks like. So there you have it. Episode 20 of Evolution of Brand is set to come your way. And my conversation with Jeremy Slate is all about the value of podcast guest marketing and finding the right podcast to be a guest on. So be sure to subscribe, be sure to follow Evolution of Brand so you're the first to know when new episodes go live. That will do it for today's installment of Evolution Revisited. I hope you enjoyed our time together today, because I know I did. This has been Jason Sircone. Never stop evolving.